1: Oh, I've waited months to hear that sound again. I mean. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's been a long break, but we are back on AfterBuzz TV with your Once Upon a Time After Show. It's season four, episode 13, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. bum. <laughs> Lots of darkness. Bum. <laughs> We are so happy to be back, and we have a new face, well, a couple new faces with us tonight right now. Well, not new. You're Ketons, old. Keaton's not. Right. Oh, oh, well, not old. Ouch. Ketons, yeah. Ketons I meant with get I mean. Botox before this <laughs> yeah. second season started. I'm going to stop and just start <laughs> saying names. I'm Tiana Hobson. Joining us tonight for the first time is Blake McIver. Hi, guys. I'm Yay. so Yay. glad to be here. This is Thank so exciting. Thank you for joining us. Jake will be our, wow, I just called you Jake. <laughs> That's all right. That Blake. That's all right. I'll That's answer it. to whatever. Blake <laughs> will be joining us for the remainder of the season, and then over here. Here we have our two lovely ladies, Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. I miss Girl. you all. And
2: Keaton. Thank you for having <laughs> me back. I'm so excited to still fill in when... Um other ladies yeah. can't. Keaton is my resident
1: in. fill-in. I am. She's here all the I'm time. I'm obsessed.
2: And
3: I always am like, is somebody gonna be missing? Can I come in? Can I come in, please? Can I just sit on the couch, please? <laughs> it was funny, like two days before, and like probably two days ago, we were talking and she's like, I wanna be on once. I was like, and then like literally the next <laughs> day, I like, Keaton, we need you. You put it in the <laughs> universe Damn.
2: and then. No,
1: you,
4: you secreted it. I secreted it. I it.
3: So
2: does that make you good or evil? Too.
1: You got a happy ending, but you oh, know. Oh, yeah. she got a happy ending.
4: Yeah, you
2: know, I, I went to the Cinderella premiere today, so I feel like a very good
1: yeah, okay. that makes her a princess. I am no evil. I'm All not right. evil. All well, right. Well, we're going to talk about the evil people first. Yes, okay, we'll get to the it's good people later. It's more fun to be evil. I'm, it is there's more like
3: character it's a lot more fun evil. to be evil yeah yeah it's I'm, fun to be be rebellious especially you Keaton you don't have your headphones on huh <laughs> wait
4: what you <We're laughs> by on. not having your headphones on I
2: know uh, it hurt <laughs> my earrings and <laughs> I'm not like you know so what she has a reason not doing it
4: no we're not gonna suffer that look no, no. we're gonna no. keep that look no hashtag not bad. into it <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay so into the queens of darkness we got a sneak peek of them at our last episode before the winter or during the winter finale we kind of got to learn about them a little bit, and now we're meeting them and we're entering the story at their first meeting, which is at Maleficent's home in Storybrook or not Storybrook in the forest, forest. Yeah. Yeah. many forest. years ago because no one knows what time is, so everything is just <laughs> right. lots of years <laughs> just ago. Forbidden Mountain, at some point, yeah, at <laughs> some point out. before everything else started happening, pre-print happened. Yes. Um, so Rumple, we learned that Rumple has gathered them here to meet up because he wants to get the villains all of their happy endings.
2: No, he really wants his happy ending, yes. but yeah. he tells them, we all deserve happy endings, too. So let's all work together. This is evil rump This is super evil rumple. This is silver skin
3: rumple. Come on, ladies.
2: You
1: know <laughs> that. Yeah.
3: yeah. But I love how he kept saying the certain line, everything's aligning. And I'm thinking, like, what's? it's written in the stars, you know, something, his plans are aligning with each other. He said it like two, three times. Yeah, and which we saw. Like, that's the, not a throwaway line.
1: No, because no. we saw him trying to get the stars aligned when he was trying To use the the hat in Storybrooke, so clearly there's still something else going
4: on there because Mm -hmm. he is something's coming. Yeah, Yeah. it's too it's too ambiguous, and like and and Belle doesn't have enough control over him to to really for us to really think that there's not an ulterior motive here. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, at that point, she doesn't have enough. Yeah.
1: So just to get our time frame correct, because I know it's hard to keep up. This is happening now before the actual curse, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So he tells them that they need a dark curse to go get. So I'm thinking, oh well, he already has a dark curse,
4: mm-hmm. right? The the yeah, the dark, dark, curse. dark the dark curse. But uh, apparently, the there's a curse.
1: there's another the dark curse right? out there that does something <laughs> completely else, right? So they go on a little adventure, we're going to call it, to find this dark curse. He leads them into, you know. Dungeons and dragons, stores, dragons, the be- the, beetles and dragons, and the yeah, the it looks like an old. And- Like The mummy. Yeah, like an old mining. It did look like the mummy. Oh, I hate it. There's something about scarabs.
4: It was was Big Thunder Mountain meets Indiana Jones. Like, let's just... (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) Slash (laughs) the
1: mummy (laughs) ride. Yeah, slash the mummy ride. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. (laughs) 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 It was all of those things in one. So he... Then we learned that he brought them all there because there's three little obstacles to get through to get to this curse, and he needed all of their specialties. So we learned that Cruella's power is the power of persuasion. Which I love with uh-huh. animals slash insects only because we haven't seen her use it on people
2: yeah you know what it reminded me of it really reminded me of poison ivy in Batman and Robin yeah. you know what like Uma Thurman played Poison? she could like
1: whisper things and yep, green stuff came out fair. of her mouth and, and that's it, what I was thinking it looks about. like halitosis coming because in cartoons you know, whenever someone has bad breath it's, it's always green. like a green thing <laughs> it's what is halitosis what is this just <laughs>
4: bad breath just yes. a <laughs> <breath. Just Bad laughs> fancy word for you from your mouth translation
3: bad breath yeah Breath. I mean, but yeah, I like how they give Cruella persuasion. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's devilish in a way. Totally, it's it's fair. <laughs> yeah, pun no pun intended. <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, I was because I think one of the biggest things when I learned who the Queens of Darkness were going to be, I was like, Corella never really had any power, so what does she bring to the table when yeah, she was my just an question. aging
4: British socialite who yeah. liked to kill puppies.
1: Yeah, she was just evil <laughs> like without yeah. any regard for but anything. And when Tiana, you put it that way, oh my God. I, I know. It's it's
4: even darker, it's right? Very, it's even darker. Dark. And
3: Tana you and I mentioned on our last after show, like what is Cruella's par? But I, I like how they added a magical element to her pers- persuasion aspect. So how does she get the magical side of her?
1: Is she magic?
4: Well, I don't think just, we're going to find out just yet until... Probably not
1: yet, but she did say a line to Rumple. I think in the flashback, where she said something along the lines of, you don't know... Me or my yeah, backstory, or what, what I've been what You I've don't been know been through. me, yeah. yeah you're like you don't know me, girl, Rumble. Girl. So when she said that, I was like, "Ooh, are we gonna get her backstory? I hope it comes
3: soon." Yeah, it's too early for a backstory right now, especially yeah. when they're introducing all three girls in the first episode back from a hiatus. Yeah, we're not getting it now.
4: That'll be fun though when we finally find yeah. out what Cruella's story is. <laughs> like, because really, like, I mean, even if you think about out? the animated film, like, what is her? What is her deal? You
1: know, because I will admit, I do not like dogs. I'm not a pet person, but I don't actively go out trying to kill and skin them to make them into fur coats. (laughs) So, like, I'm a person who I'm socially awkward with pets of all kinds, cats, dogs,
4: birds, Whatever.
1: But I'm not. But you're not I'm malicious. Not evil about or it. malicious. But like, so PETA's is like, hey, not coming after you. No, I'm just like, hey, you know, like, you keep your space. on. Like, get <laughs> out, out of my bubble. Mine. Don't lick my face. Like, we're But cool. this is the thing. She obviously <laughs> does like animals. She had
2: those dogs with her, and she was just like, hello, thank you, my love. Like, to those Rottweilers. So I'm very. I'm very. Con- Confused slash very interested in see once's take on her on, on just Cruella Deville because yeah. I think they're taking complete liberty with it. Yeah, well, whatever. His, but
3: yeah. I mean, Archie has to stay away from stay away, Archie and, and with Pongo, Pongo has yeah. to stay away.
4: From exactly. Cruella. What if what if Cruella is just a dog racist? Like maybe she's like <laughs> Rottweilers are fine, but Dalmatians are not okay. Like what if she's just like <laughs> so really... she likes
1: the black dogs, but not the white, right? But not the right, mixed right ones, but not the mixed ones. The ones. ones. Like, the it's, ones. ones. Like, it's like yeah. sorry, racist. nope, nope. Yeah,
4: Cruella, I'm telling you, Deville.
3: No, would, we just had a whole nother layer to her. Wow,
1: But I mean, it wasn't, let's talk about the fact that they picked Rottweilers for her to be there right? with instead of Dalmatians, which is usually associated with Cruella de Phil. I know Marissa has thoughts on this because Marissa's always insightful into like, <laughs> oh, did you notice no. that Regina's wearing red this week uh-huh. because of this?
3: Well, she was wearing black this week, which was interesting. She's in mourning. She's in mourning because she she still misses Robin. But my question is, why Rottweilers? Because we're all questioning the same thing because that just brings me back in personal. I grew up next to Rottweilers, like... My neighbors, not to get too personal, my neighbors had five Rottweilers, so Aww, like, they were always in my life. So, like, <laughs> why? I mean, they can be very, very loyal dogs, but why them? They're they're not really the symbolism of an evil type of. There's there's no. really no negative connotations to no, Rottweilers. No, I, I no, I I disagree with you. I think Rottweilers. A lot of times,
2: you see the Rottweilers, the Doberman Pinchers, and the Pit Bulls are the ones that in movies, in cartoons. If you watch Oliver and Company, for example, the the Doberman Pinschers are yeah. the bad. Guy dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh so I, I understand why they were the Rottweilers because obviously uh Dalmatians, she those are not Creatures she (laughs) associates. They're like friendly. Yeah, they're not friendly. Yeah, they're supposed to be friendly. Even though domations in real life are not very they're not the nicest. But (laughs) I think the Rottweilers is the intimidation factor, and I think that's probably why they chose that. I don't think it's like a secret thing. Like Mercer's like, there's a reason the Rottweilers are there. There's a secret (laughs) underlining tone. We're
1: gonna find that symbolism. We're gonna find it. we're gonna find it wherever we can. Thank you, (laughs) Keaton, because now I have the theme song from Oliver and Company stuck in my head. (laughs) So I'm over here grooving to my. <laughs> all right, <laughs> well, but you know, <laughs> know, it's all it's it's Great all Disney soundtrack, Amazing. yeah. So then, so after Cruella uses her power of persuasion to get the green beetles off the door, so they can enter this room, Maleficent then has to use her powers to suck up all the fire from the dragon. That it came from, or something like that. We already knew her power, um, and then Ursula uses her tentacles to reach across and grab the curse. Now, because this came in threes, it definitely. And I know Marissa's with me on this. reminded me of Harry Potter because there's yeah. like the three stages. Oh in yeah, stages. No, totally. I thought it was like
2: hey, like Philosopher's Stone. I'm like, there it is. Rumpel wants Philosopher's Stone. Where's the chessboard? I want that next.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry Potter had more stages than three, but. For, for this, I, um, you know, seeing Ursula just grab it, I was like, that was way too easy. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, you know, if it was Temple of Doom or something, just, of course there's like booby traps on the floor. Right. So they had to use her, her power for that, which is, I mean, it seems fairly simple, and it does come in handy. Didn't. But, I mean, it it was simple. I like how how, how fast <laughs> it, it was, like how they executed it. Because I felt, and we'll get more into it, but each thing was really fast tonight. They're like, okay, done, we solved it.
1: I do feel like tonight's episode, because it was the first one back when they were trying to give us so much, a lot of things did feel rushed because even, mm-hmm. you know, so they you know, they take the thing, Rumple's like, ha ha, gotcha, suckers, actually, you know, there's this Chernabog thing that's gonna come after you, and it's gonna go after the person with the darkest heart, with the potential for the darkest heart, very, keyword there, potential. potential for the darkest heart, <laughs> um, so, you know, see you later, suckers, and then the way they kind of executed their plan to get out of there, it was very quick, also, so I feel like everything, like you said, did move at a, a l- escalated pace of, like, oh, mm-hmm. Here's a problem. Oh, we solved it. Here's another problem. Oh, we solved it. And I don't know how I feel I, about that.
2: That kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. I mean, once is I I I love once and I hate once for dragging things out for as long as they do. So it was very strange to me how fast fast forward this episode was. But it's still like even as quickly quick as it was, I was still like, I feel like I wanted more. I wanted more information. I just felt like they rushed through all these things, and I'm like, wait. Wait, I, like, I still, like, I need, I need, I need something. They could have
1: dropped one of the storylines to give us longer in another. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think they were just adding so many things because they knew everyone is the first episode back. We want to know everything mm-hmm. because we've been gone for so long. One, in our world, two, you know, what just happened It's we're flash forwarding months, you know, later and stuff like that. So I think they just needed to have a little less information in the episode so they could really focus on other things. But that's just... My opinion. Can I'm I not ask, a writer for the show. Can I ask <laughs> a question,
2: though? And if anybody can answer this, please let me know out there in the universe. Why the heck is Once Upon a Time still in 1999 with a cell phone? With <laughs> the computer? With the computer. With mean, a, you
4: I, got
1: mail. We are dial-up. We internet. are dial-up, yeah. <laughs> dial
4: kids. The struggle <laughs> is so real. God, Let's goodness.
1: talk about that. Because then we get into present-day Storybrooke And our present-day New York City, Rumpelstiltskin and Ursula are still hanging out she's still working at the aquarium I mean
4: Ursula working at that aquarium is everything
1: and she like, has she has an aquarium in her apartment
4: in her- too I mean I and- could have had seven more scenes of just marin just walking around with those fish in those tanks like just I'm just like girl just head. act for me right now <laughs> it
1: was like here's the fish tank and the fish are
4: I'm, I'm right here talking to you now, Rumble. Oh, I'm over here now, Rumble. <laughs> she, she, she required weird.
2: the fish tank filter uh, for her to be exactly. in this episode. But
4: the fact that there weren't two eels in one of the aquariums missed opportunity. Votsam
2: and Jetsam, hello. They might that be coming. Maybe they're, they're going
4: to be back. Okay. They might be Which actually goes not, back
3: to the
2: sea. I'm,
4: holding, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> Don't make me breath. die once upon a yeah. time.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we were talking about. Um, Gold gets this email and it's like, ding, you've got... Mail just randomly popping up on his screen, <laughs> and we're and we're sitting here like that doesn't happen
2: anymore, <laughs> like you do in '98. Yeah,
1: like that's so 1998. <laughs> um,
2: so you got mail? Like when, when did that movie come out? 1998. Yeah, yeah 98. oh, that no,
4: was '98. Oh, yeah, we need Tom Hanks uh, back. You know, on my way to Spice yeah. World, I had to check some emails.
2: Uh um, but
1: he. He finally is like, okay, it's time. Let's go find you know the next person. We're gonna take a trip. They go out to no- Long Island and where they find Cruella
4: Feinberg. Fine, Feinberg, Feinberg, Cruella. Mm. I mean, marrying a Jew in the Hamptons <laughs> like it's everything. It's like I want a musical just about that story. And like, with the, but but Cruella has to be played by a drag queen with better <laughs>
2: drag
1: queen makeup than she had. <laughs> honey, oh
4: honey, that face was busted. Ooh, <laughs> Lord,
1: Ooh. here's my thing. How does someone walk around in our day as Corella Deville, and no one's like, "Hey, you're just like Corella Deville"?
2: <laughs> hey, like, I, even I like your hair choice. <laughs> yeah. Your hair
1: because choice. Your car choice. The furs you walk around with. But like, she's the rich. Accent.
4: Yeah, those East Hampton people. They are so. They are so narcissistic. Yeah. They don't. They wouldn't even notice. They're I mean, rich.
3: She <laughs>
2: doesn't care. She doesn't care. I love. I wish we would have gotten to to meet her hubby, though, who is obviously being arrested for some type of embezzlement. you got to go back. Mister, Mr. Yeah. Feinberg.
4: Whatever Fine. happened to Mr. Feinberg?
1: And I'd like to know... Oh, so the email that Rumpel gets, this is kind of fast-forwarding a little bit, but at the time when he got it, I thought it was like a notification that, you know, her stuff was getting seized, so it's time to go get her. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking, was it the... From email bell. from bell and then that's why he was like okay now we can yep it's an email bell. from bell oh, it was
2: probably like thank you so much it worked we love you or i really appreciate it okay. Belle xoxo xoxo XO. bell. i
4: love that bell i love that bell's emails are like a 12 year old girl <laughs> <laughs> in your oh, mind. No, I love no, it.
2: I'm never going to send you an email because that's already. No, that's how I write emails, too. <laughs> okay, yeah, there is no shade you know. here.
4: I am the king of XOXO and exclamation <laughs> points. <laughs> but
2: the, the new Bell Hermione Granger, I doubt she writes emails. So oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. <gasps> oh, we
3: yeah. can say that for news and gossip. Yeah, that's, oh,
4: oh go my think. goodness. Definitely that's a whole other thing. We digress, show.
3: we digress. Um, <laughs>
1: so they go on a little journey after they pick up Cruella and convince her. Um, Gold tells them that he can get them back everything they've lost and more. He's got a new plan to get them all their happy endings because this time it's different because he actually is looking for his. So on their way to Maine, they decide to stop at a drive-thru. Oh
3: my
2: goodness.
1: Mr. Cluck
3: Cluck? How funny how cluck like have that? A cluck cluck that like Once Upon a Time's version of Chick-a-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? yes. It was like a ratchet Chick-fil-A. No, it was
2: like Popeyes. It was no Chick-fil-A.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it was don't more Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A I love Popeyes, I, I, but I'm telling you. No, but I'm saying they got two combos and it was like $18 that is Chick fil A. <laughs> that ain't Popeyes. That's <laughs> some <laughs>
4: overpriced chicken right
1: there. <laughs> Over, I don't know what came in that combo. It must have came with some gold because two <laughs> on, for $20. No, I didn't even realize that I've got yeah, yeah, a combo yeah. If that
4: is expensive. coming out of a window, no, thank you. No, no. It was
1: expensive. It was really expensive. I was like, dang, for, for someone who works at the aquarium and someone whose money just got sieged, y'all ballin' right now. Right, yeah. both yeah. right. in New York. That, guys. Yeah, and they're in New York. But on their way they finally get to the town line which Rumple left his tie on a tree so that he would know where how to get back home and how to find the line um, he has a plan in place and he has them call Regina to kind of get her to let them back into the town and on, the, on their flip phone. On, on their the flip phone. On that,
4: on that phone, from 98. 98 From, like,
1: 2001. I mean, I was waiting for them to pull the antenna out from it, too. We wanted that I mean, moment that back. That was, like, pre-Razor. Phone. <laughs> that phone was pre-Razor. Oh, yeah, no,
4: like, was, like, just was, after the Motorola gray flip. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, when I think back-in-the-day phones, I think Razor. Or, like, the Nokia like, Razor was like When you play Snake on yeah, it. Yeah, Razor was, was, like was like no kind of cool. Like, what yeah, they were yeah. using it was like five <laughs> years before. I know, that's what I'm saying. It was
3: old. <laughs> it was.
2: Yeah,
4: it, it was, was. antique. But, but, but can I, we talk about one missed opportunity here? That Ursula... So so Ursula could have made a phone call... like her Anastasia? Vo- well, no. But like, she <laughs> the cell phone, whatever. But like, Ursula's whole thing is she steals people's voices. So why couldn't she have like impersonated someone's voice to like get them so, into the town? Wouldn't that have been kind of cool? I don't know. Like, I don't write. I don't write trying, the show. I should. But they're I should not like, stop. They're
2: not like hiding who they are. Like they're trying. Right. They're to trying be to them get themselves. in as
4: themselves. And it was
3: also like evil queens, uh, also talking to Regina, who used to be evil. So you, right. you, there's that camaraderie. camaraderie there. <laughs> who they we're to bad be like, too. Evil, <laughs> You know
1: yeah. what we're going through. I get Roboto, it. Because <laughs> you you did it. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, but I want to talk about this cell phone, because part of me, like, we joke about how they're still stuck in the past, but in a way, I get the choices that they're making, because Storybrooke has been frozen in one time since they got there. Like, they've been frozen for 28 years, so they haven't had a lot of outside new technology coming in. Yeah, nothing can can really come in. Yeah, so I could see Gold, you know, getting into our world and being kind of like, you know, even with the microwave, Ursula's like, that means it's done. He's like, I know how to do this you know it's still like they're learning new ways so i get it but at the same time he could have a more updated phone <laughs> he, there are no iphones
4: in, in storybrook
3: well emma has them. an iphone
4: oh yeah she does yeah. that's a emma good point that's very true
3: and i'm confused <laughs>
4: <laughs> but is it an iphone one it
2: looked like a five <laughs> but well if it was a six it would be as big as her head so i don't think it's a six <laughs>
1: Um Yeah, so they call Regina and, you know, then this is when we get into what's happening in Storybrooke. And I just want to say I'm so happy because for a while they were all happy. There was actually nothing wrong. Everyone's living in... Perfect harmony. Six weeks. It's been They're great. They're so happy. Henry's back in it. school. Mary Margaret's teaching him I still, still but it's not about kindergarten birds. anymore. It's I mean. It's like 10th grade or 12th grade because he's probably in college by now. <laughs> right. Um, granny's babysitting um, baby. baby Neil. Regina's back in her office lighting yeah. portraits on fire. Yeah, just yep. she's like, oh birds, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> everyone's so happy. Yeah, everyone's happy. Emma and Hook Hook up for life!
4: Batman. <laughs> um, <That> mm. <laughs> oh they're,
1: they're happy and everyone's just happy, and it's so nice to see the day-to-day life go back to normal. But then, you know, we do see that Hook and Belle are working together. They're trying to figure out a way to save fairies to get them out of the hat. Um, Hook feels really remorseful about his actions, the actions that he played in getting them into the hat and just everything that kind of happened. With him and Rumple when he was heartless.
2: Which pisses me off. Like, Hook, come on. Like, Hook has never been, like, this type of... Rem- like, this is not the Hook that we knew even before he got his heart ripped out. So it's kind of confusing me a little bit that he's being such a Debbie Downer now. Like, of oh, like, like beating himself up. It's like, Hook, get over it. Like, was you, six it, weeks not, it was six weeks ago, first <laughs> <call. Second laughs> of all. You have off. had
4: time to heal. <laughs> it yeah.
2: wasn't your fault. You had Move no on. control over your actions. And third of all, the fairies are back. Everything's fine.
1: Whoa,
4: there's sure. Right. Okay, all More right. And point. she dropped the... Um, <laughs> but
1: I don't know, I... I kind of like this because I think it shows that his character is actually changing. And I know a lot of people have been saying, you know, that they don't be- believe that Hook has changed and they still don't trust him. But the fact that he is showing remorse for something he did when he was out of control, when he had no control over the situation, to me, it's a sign of, hey, he is changing as a person. He's trying to be better. Evil can become good. And we're seeing it with Regina as well right now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I like, I like this. Well, and I like, I
4: mean, the whole ambiguity of Hook as a character is sort of interesting because even when you go back to like the, the animated Peter Pan, like it's, he's, he's a character that's like, well, he's had his fair share of attacks as well. He's not just pure evil. Yeah. So I love that they've carried that sort of ambiguous thing into this once upon a time world because it's like, yeah, he's not necessarily like horrible all the time
3: yeah and to add to that we know that hook's character just in and of itself from the disney movie and from this or jamberry's version that like hook is an emotional guy totally like he Mm -hmm. is just purely human with you know with the magical elements added because of the show but he is a real human being and he doesn't have magic yeah he doesn't have magic he 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 really has emotional feelings and human feelings
4: and a hook you know, still. Still. And a beautiful face in a this star, Stunning and eyes All right, oh, you melt. All right. Be hook. Okay. <laughs>
3: <Hook> off, <Katie. laughs>
1: Back off my man. <laughs> Everyone knows. Funny. All I have to All say right. is, if
2: you guys ever get that admire. guy in studio, <laughs> if I am not, if I am not in that studio too, I will be angry.
1: I will be so angry. <laughs> Girl, he comes in here, one else is yeah. <laughs> gonna. Anyways, <laughs> back, back to the people. show. <laughs> um. So Hook and Belle are working together. Regina and Emma are working together to try. They're looking for the sorcerer, um. To you know get her happy ending back, and we f- see that Regina. As they're looking for clues and stuff. I love that she, because we saw her rip up the picture of yes. her and okay. Robin.
3: I, I have something to say about this, because I am so Team Aunt La Queen. So all right. seeing, seeing that page, I was like, oh, Regina taped it together. She has hope. She still is hoping for Robin to come back into her life and sweep her off her, for her feet. Yes, and that is all I have to say about that.
4: I like it. I love it. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board with <laughs> Marissa's I'm theory. like a yeah.
3: lot. she a lot. <laughs> she manually taped that page together. She
1: wants it to happen. She, not only did she do that, she went back to the street to pick it pick up because up. in the last episode she ripped it up, threw it, and kept walking. Mm-hmm. And the Merry Men were just sitting there like, oh, Oops. okay. So she went back, picked it up, and taped it back together. And she's always the one who's saying, "Don't give me a hope speech." You know, I'm sick of you, Charmings, coming here and telling me I have to have hope, but. Like you said, Marissa, clearly she does have hope because she went back, she put it back together, and she still she she even even told Emma about it. Like she was honest
2: with Emma about it instead of just like like she was like, oh God, don't find it. And like a lot of times, Regina would just just shuts off and says, don't worry about it. You know, that's a lot. That's her first reaction usually. But for her to be like, you know, Robin gave that to me, and he found, and like to be honest with Emma and talk to her about what happens. I'm like, yay, Regina, talking about your feelings. This is so healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Therapy with Emma. Also
3: being friendly with. Emma because I love when those two work together. Oh totally. my god, them together. Both of them just working together throughout this whole episode was amazing. Swan Queen. amazing. Swan Queen? Swan
4: Queen. Swan Queen. Love it. Hashtag Swan they had
2: some chemistry too. Like there were some times when they were looking at each other. I was like, make out already you two. Like it was like <laughs> I was like, I don't know what direction we're going, but she's
1: got hooks. She's
2: covered. <laughs> she's covered.
1: Um so we do see that Belle did find um a ceremony that they could use to open up the hat to release the fairies Mm -hmm. and that she got from the Oxford professor who we later found out was (laughs) Rumpelstiltskin. She doesn't know that yet. Um, so they do this ceremony and Blue is back and the first thing she says is, thank God, or someone said, are you okay? And she said, no, but I'll live being trapped in there with, and then she stopped. Oh. Mm. And she didn't say yeah. what they were in there with, but then we see the black smoke Oh of the smoke the-
3: monster from Lost
1: <laughs> He came to
3: Storybrooke. <laughs> yeah. But like really, how did no one out of everyone that just <laughs> returned and know. people how did we no all one that. see that Ominous obviously Black
1: evil smoke. They were all in a group hug. Yeah, which they is were in like weird. that nunnery. Like, we're oh, we're all nuns, but and it was we're like wide again. open space. How, How can you not see that? Exactly.
3: <laughs>
4: exactly. Yeah, it
1: was. It was weird. Maybe he was just really quiet coming out. So you know, they're all happy in their hug, and no one was paying attention. Saw the yeah.
4: evil smoke pouring out. Yeah, no turning one, into no a no Dementor that then head. became a gargoyle.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this thing's out, and no one knows about it. Blue is. Seem weird, I thought. But she was trapped in the hat. She was trapped in the hat. But I want to know what happened in the hat.
2: Yeah, why wasn't that like the first discussion they had? Was like, what, like, what was going on in their house? Like, come on, Emma,
1: you're a sheriff. Like, figure stuff out. Come on, dude. (laughs) And especially because she, Blue, had just said, you know, we were trapped in there with and didn't complete her sentence and just kind of shrugged and was scared of it. So why wouldn't you then? I don't know. Be cautious about. Oh, you guys only let us out, right? You didn't let anything else that we right, were trapped in right. there with. Well, I you would think she would give them a heads up. Yeah. Do you
2: think they were like? Do you think the thing she was going to say they were trapped in there with was the the chupacabra, whatever no. <laughs> the Ch- hell? It was a turnabout. I don't know how Chernabar. to say the name. Chewbacca. No, Uh. Um,
1: no, I actually, I
3: think it was something something worse. I I think there were more things in there than besides the Shurna. Because remember,
1: every star was like a person or represented someone in there that was on the hat. Of an entity. Yeah, Yeah. 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 of some sort of entity. So I think there's way worse that was in there. And we don't know if they're all in there just sitting around together, or if they're all separated in, like, isolation.
3: It's true. And the Schoenberg, the, the creature itself, is known for summoning other demons and evil creatures, so who knows what other evil things were in that head. Fingers
4: hat. crossed for Hades, yeah. just saying. <laughs> out there. Have I have that
3: written Girl. down. <laughs> when I said Greek mythology,
2: brings some <laughs> the of that planets
4: aligning. planets aligning! Can we Hello? get some Hercules yeah. tie-ins? Get some amazed. Titans as well. Yeah. Yeah. Titans!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we need to be released, the, release the, the Titan or the Kraken, um,
1: <laughs> Chinnabob. I'm, I'm really interested too to see how this affects how the fairies are, because you know they've mm-hmm. been stuck in there with dark things. So will that change the way that they're dark fairies? That you know will they turn into dark fairies? Ooh. Will they That's be fighting point. like the temptation to go dark? Because you know it's the second half is all about darkness and villains, and you know if you're mm-hmm. born evil or if you kind of learn Cheers your evil. evil or do you have Cheers wickedness
4: evil. thrust upon yeah, you yeah, right. <laughs> thank you
1: wicked thank you wicked
2: <laughs> Glinda no, I'm so sorry, you Glinda sing. I'm so sorry I couldn't resist <laughs> <laughs> it
4: was like Tourette's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, no one mourns the Wicked, you guys. They so don't. One they don't. The I'm so excited. No good deed, movie. y'all.
4: No good deed. Um,
1: so oh once we learn this, um, we're at the coffee shop celebrating, cause, or, or at Granny's celebrating because everyone That's goes where we to party. Granny's. That's where we party. Mm-hmm. Um, the and, only restaurant. Yeah, and Regina goes to um, the Blue Fairy and it's like, hey, you know, I have this. Book here, like do you know where we can find the sorcerer? Because I kind of want to ask him for you know my happy ending. It's really weird. It's awkward. I know. And she was kind of you know embarrassed. Bad to say, timing. Yeah, bad
3: timing. You just got
1: back, but but Blue's face was you know you're look. You haven't found the sorcerer. The sorcerer is here. He's he's like this big, very different person than the author. Right, who you which, need? Which it's like oh whoa. Like the flashbacks we've seen of the sorcerer's apprentice, at least didn't make him out to seem like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or is he influenced by something else that makes him somewhat evil?
4: Yeah. So. It's weird because like this was the first time that it's like, oh, this is two distinct personalities. This yeah, is not right. the same person. And
1: because we, we thought they were the same. So in New York with Rumple, he's saying, you know, oh, he keeps talking about the author to... Ursula, and over right. here we're talking about the sorcerer and the audience, or at least I thought we were talking about the same person. Yeah, me too. And we find out that they're actually two very different people. Walt Disney.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, duh. He's definitely the author. He's the author. Okay? <laughs> He's the author. Yeah. They're gonna unfreeze his body just so that
4: we can come back for this show. <laughs> Is this just a commercial for Mickey and the Magical Map? <laughs> maybe. <Probably. laughs> there
1: maybe. we go. Um, it's, five shows a day at yeah, Disneyland. Really committed. <laughs> the
4: Fantasyland Theater.
1: <laughs> but... Y- Blue does say that no one has seen the author for many years, and she wasn't sure why the sorcerer had the author's blank books, which kind of... Well, they found location. The author yeah, in the hat. That,
3: like-
1: yeah, so we don't know if the sorcerer did something to the author because mm-hmm. no one has heard from him in a while, um, but they do think or that he... Or her. Or her. Sorry. Him
4: or her. She better. Um, mm. And
1: then we learned that the author allegedly left clues in their work, A.K. Maybe Henry's book has clues as to where we can find this author. If you look, it's the you Mickey
2: know. Mouse ears. You got to look for the Mickey oh, ears. Hidden Mickey's, hidden Mickey. Mickey's. All of course.
4: <laughs> exactly Why didn't we? <laughs> yes, of course. Hidden Mickey's. <laughs> if you don't know what those are, you go to
1: Disneyland. There are hidden Mickey's everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Um, and it's so a, much fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to play, and they're hard to find. Just go fall into
4: a tumbler wormhole right now. Yeah, <laughs> <and they'll, laughs> you'll be out in like six hours. We'll finish watching our <laughs> show first, and then go go look at that. <laughs>
1: um, so then. This is when you know we hear that scream and crash, and it's like, Oh no, what's happening outside? Who's who's ruining our property value this time? <laughs> Regina's line, oh, yeah. which I, I mean, I she Thanks, better, Regina. yeah. Oh, Thank man. you, Regina. And then we go out, and that's when we see that the Chernobog is out, and everyone's freaking out. How are we gonna kill it? Take care of it. Regina and Emma work together with their magic to stun it. I love their nod to each other, like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, we
4: got this. Mm-hmm. Let's
3: handle yeah. this. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: got oh, it. it. I just love Boom. how into her magical side Emma has become, because it was like, one day, I know nothing. <laughs> the next day, I'm going to accept who oh. I am. I know everything. I'm going to take we're on the just, world. Yeah, we're just going to look, nod, and I'm going to go, Ooh, and white stuff's going to come out of my hands, and it's going to be awesome. Was <laughs> that. I'm, was so like, I just what, I like did that,
2: I, I did that and then I and then I got, uh, uh, I, I got an epiphany of who the author might be. So, oh, I'm no, yeah. oh, you
1: oh, see, so, yeah, I use my magic. That. I use okay. my magic. So their plan is after talking to Ursula um, and finding out that the Chernobog is after the person with the potential for the darkest heart is to get the beast over the line of the of the town line because then you know no magic is there so they'll Poof. be safe. So they are mm. under the insu- assumption that the beast is after Regina because after Rumplestiltskin's gone who else is there she's with the, the dark heart? Right? She's the most evil. So or they is she? or is she? It could have been, yeah. so been Mary Margaret. It's potential. It
4: could have been Margaret Mary Margaret. She been
1: she's a Mary got Margaret. a black
2: heart. She got a yeah, little Yeah, she has a spot on her well, heart.
1: No, now she only has half a heart. That's right. Oh, that's her true. That's true. Charming or oh, right. splitting a heart right now. Yeah. But she still has the potential to be evil. Yeah. I mean,
4: good luck snow. Homegirl
1: mm-hmm. has killed someone before, so that's on not go away. And so, she
2: also, we saw another little side of her. Tonight. Yeah, we'll get to you that. that. Um,
1: so, Regina and Emma take off in the car trying to get to the county line, and the yellow bug. Which now Regina? Yeah, chooses to question her on why it's yellow.
4: <laughs> really, <laughs> like season <so>. four? She's <laughs> been driving that car forever. <laughs> that is the
2: yeah. other thing. Don't mess with the yellow bug, whatever the gargoyle, chin- Chernabog, I was like, no,
3: when he punched the window. <laughs> yeah, so, leave the bug well, alone. Well, that's what insurance is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: in Storybrooke, really? You think they got car well, like that?
3: Car, magical like, insurance, sure, insurance. Mag- yeah, sure, magic, magic insurance.
1: Magic. Magic. So, it's called waving your hand. Yeah, so they're <laughs> able to get the beast. Oculus Reparo. That's not the right spell. Oculus, Oculus, Oculus Reparo, right? <laughs> um, Come on. So they <laughs> get the beast <laughs> <laughs> across the line and save the day. Yay, we're happy. Okay, now we made a deal with Corella Deville and Ursula that if their information panned out, we might consider letting them in. They're going to use the scroll to get them over. And then... Charming and Snow come up, and they're like, we don't think this is a good idea. You guys should not let them over. And at this point, I'm thinking, why do they not want them here so bad? I mean, I get it in the grand scheme. It's like, hey, we're actually having a nice time, you know, right now. Things not No, one yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's good. been kidnapped lately. Like, no one's house has gone up in flames. Right? Like, we're, we're living a pretty good life here. But it seemed like there was something more pressing them. Which we find out later there is, because they do let in Ursula and Cruella. And they're like, oh, thanks. Yeah, we're so changed. And it's like... Mm. No, you're not that right. was super gangster of them, that scene in the end with the two yeah. cars and the lights. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I loved it. Yeah, so... We're badass. <laughs> so now that they're in, it's kind of like, ooh, what, what's going to come next? And so they end up coming back at night to let Rumple back into Storybrooke. Using the same scroll as them. Did you guys think they were actually going to go back for him? Because I know at one point he was like, "I'm completely trust. I have to trust that you guys are going to come back for me."
3: I I think so because those Cruella and Ursula are really determined to get their happy endings, and they know the only way to do that is to have Rumble. Totally. Because I don't think they both know that they're not powerful enough to execute this curse. Well, and they also they don't understand they don't know Storybrooke they don't
2: they don't know any of the people they don't know how to get around it they need rumple if they're going to use storybrooke to get their happy ending mm-hmm. but they also
1: pulled a gun on him earlier like they a were like hey persuasion. And, at this, and at this point persuasion. Yeah. persuasion and at this point they already know his plan they know what or at least he says that you know i've told you my entire plan everything's up to you now so they really could, in their minds, think, we don't need him. Well, they know they need a curse, not a spell. But how to enact the curse,
3: I don't think they know how to do that yet. Okay. Until they get Maleficent, who
1: knows how to do it. Well, she knows how to do it. Yeah, Maleficent knows how to do everything. All of it. It's Angelina Jolie. (laughs) 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 Um, So then we get to, like, the most interesting scene of the episode, to me, was this one. Snow and Charming are missing in action when everyone's supposed to be, like, together... And they're out in the forest meeting Ursula and um, Corella face-to-face yeah. face in the rain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, this is our town. If you t- mention to anyone what we did in the past, I'll rip your heart out. Yeah, but well, suddenly all kinds of godfather. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, was right. it was real yeah. gangster. It was a real really gangster was. moment. It was like, all, all right, right you,
2: know, okay, okay, okay. You, kill,
1: you kill someone's mama and all of a sudden you're the big bad. I'm going to rip your big heart bad out too. <laughs> Like, okay, girl. You don't need to be scared of Regina
2: anymore. You got to be scared of snow.
1: Seriously. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so that's a little more... We'll save what we think that's all about for predictions. But (laughs) overall thoughts on this episode coming back after, what was it, two month, three-month hiatus? Three months. months, Three-month hiatus?
3: Like, December 18th?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How How did you guys feel? Did this give you what you wanted coming back, or did you expect more?
3: I thought it was a very exciting... Reintroduction to the show, you know, bring coming back with a lot of stuff going on. Is so, once upon a time, sometimes I felt it was too much, but I like the fact that this it ended everyone with more questions that we want to be answered, and that's what Once Upon It does so well. This it's all questions. I
2: I feel like I will disagree with you. I feel like the only question I really, I mean, I I have only two questions after this episode. My two questions are one, what the hell. Is Mary Margaret and Prince Charming talking about? Like, what did they do? And the other one is, like, okay, the sorcerer is not the author, then who's the author? Those are the only two things that I'm like questioning now. So I, I feel like it wasn't enough for me.
1: Okay.
4: Hmm. Like, um, the thing that stuck out the most for me was that Bell's eyelash game was on point <laughs> <laughs> and her hair i mean the, the, there's like 17 extra pounds of weave
2: yeah on oh,
4: so girl. aside from that no aside from that <laughs> i know i did i really liked the episode and i thought I, I i'm excited i'm super excited to find out this whole cruella thing like what the backstory is how they're going to introduce magic into her story ursula's tie-in with snow and charming like i'm i'm all in i'm all in for the queens of darkness
1: yeah Alright, well, before we get into predictions, I have some news and gossip. <gasps> well, what do you doing?
0: us, yeah. TV news. <laughs>
1: um, she wants more. I want more. Um, so, Entertainment Weekly sat down with um, the creators of the show, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis, and I'm just going to highlight a couple of the fun things, but you can go over to entertainmentweekly.com to see the full article. Um, so, one of the questions was um, the dark secret um, and the revelation about Emma, are they connected, since we know now that, you know, Emma's connected and possibly going to be going dark and that revelation and stuff. So they said, um, there are revelations you can have about people that they themselves don't even know about. This predates Emma's birth.
2: Ooh.
0: Mm. So
1: I'm thinking, like, what kind of deal with the devil did Snow and Charming make? About Emma or something that would make her have the ability to be dark if she was, you know.
3: Well, didn't they make a deal with Rumpel beforehand too?
1: Yeah, but I feel like there's a deal with before, Ursula uh, before and, Emma was
3: born because he wanted the first baby.
1: Yeah, exactly. Firstborn, right? First born. right. Um, they also talked about Will Scarlet, aka Michael Sosha, because we know he's a series regular, but they haven't been using him at all. No, nope. he's my uh, favorite. <laughs> so I want him run back, away. like um, <laughs> and get drunk. Yeah, it's like. They asked Will we finally find out what he's doing there, what he's been up to, and said we're and Edward Kitts has said, We're going to see how Robin Hood and Will actually met. We saw them together and how he joined the Merry Men, but for the people who watched that Wonderland episode, you'll see that wasn't the very first time they met. We're mm-hmm. going to dive fully into why he's there. We're definitely going to see more of Will in this back half. Okay, so that's exciting because that's cool. I know a lot of people were kind of like, he's there, but he's not doing anything. Right. So that was a little weird for all of us.
2: It feels, like, it felt like they just like gave him the like the least amount of lines he needed to fulfill his contract. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I felt like. It was that's basically like, like, we want to
1: keep you around. Yeah, it's like, we're going to make you a series regular because we don't want you to go get another show. Yeah. yeah so that that's you can't what do it. So we have to put you here and pay you money and put you in episodes, but we're not going to need you till the second half of yeah, the season. Yeah, I think mean, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of sucks, but hey, he's still got a paycheck. Yeah, I was like, that's a great <laughs> job. He's <laughs> still yeah. getting paid. Yeah, you,
4: you get that. You, you get, get that. You will, I'll, I'll take, take that. It. Thing. Get <laughs> your money.
1: Um, and then the last thing I wanted to point out, they said, will we see any new worlds in the second half of the season? And Horowitz said, we're going to be seeing some new worlds and some old worlds again. And Kitsis followed that up with, we're going to see Oz again. And we're going to see the Sherwood Forest and a few surprises. Oh, <laughs> so who knows what Mount a- Olympus? is. ABC Olympus. A- Olympus? No, no. I, but but they should. Not. They should. should. Um, and then also in other news, um, like Keaton mentioned earlier, there is a new
4: Beauty and the Beast movie being made. Yay! Yay. Yes. Directed by Bill Condon, who yes. wrote Chicago and directed Dreamgirls. Yes. So oh this yes. is like. This is big. Live action.
1: It's very exciting. Next week we have Cinderella coming into theaters. I just said
2: that I I covered the premiere today so you guys make sure you check out those videos and those interviews online. But it talk about Disney throwing down for an epic premiere. There were stilt walkers, there were chandeliers, Grumpy Cat was there. (laughs) (laughs) It was stunning. It was a beautiful, beautiful
1: event. And
3: Mm -hmm. also Cinderella has the short film, of the Frozen short film at the
1: beginning of it. So you have to go see Cinderella. It's like a double whammy of awesomeness and Adam Horner tweeted out the other day that Barbara Hershey is coming back. I love Thank her. He said we're excited to welcome Barbara Hershey back for yes. to the family for Once Upon a Time. So I don't know if it's one episode, two episodes, how many Cora. what we're going to get, but Cora, we'll take will whatever be we can Cora. get. Cora. Making an appearance yes. so again, fabulous. So I mean, Amazing. and there's so many other awesome things that happened over the hiatus that you know everyone already knows about. So I'm not going to bore you with the details. <laughs> so let's get into predictions. <laughs>
0: And now you're after Buzz TV. Alright.
1: I think Keaton should go first because she kept writing stuff down while we were talking and throwing me off. I'm so, so I'm
2: so sorry. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Um So I think that like as much as I feel like you you want Hercules and non-Olympus to come in, <laughs> I feel like the planets aligning, they were talking about the the, the things aligning. I think I feel like the next world we're gonna go to is gonna be Mount Olympus. I oh really, really want Hades. I want that to be the even
3: evilest, whatever. You have one. Poseidon coming too, so. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I. I feel like the, it's it's it just is screaming at the writers. Please give us give us Greek mythology. Give us Hercules. Give us all of that and. On top of that, the, the, the epiphany I had when I went like this was, like, maybe maybe the author of the book is Yoda, because I,
4: I know that's so random. Let's tie all the worlds in. Everything that I, Disney owns, let's know, put it you all Star Wars. up. You might as well use it.
1: You, know, I, you might as wow. well use it. We but, know that they're huge fans of that <laughs> franchise. Yeah. I mean,
4: right? Nobody I would not be
1: angry. Yoda.
3: <laughs> mm. Mm. I'd be okay with Yoda. I'd be okay with Yoda. I think because we do see... Regina and Emma talking on the cell phone to Corella and Ursula. So there is some connection there. What if Robin and Regina connect somehow and then Regina realizes, hey, this magical scroll can get Robin back across the line.
4: Bam! Oh, the
1: Outlaw Queen comes back together. But yeah. what is he gonna do about his wife because the whole point of him going was that so she Marianne. wasn't oh Sorry. okay oh girl bye, bye. oh she just, just oh she just girl bye, bye. So wait, guys, oh, yeah. we, we miss,
2: we missed one thing what? we missed Rumpelstiltskin coming back into the town at the end of the episode and just walking through the middle of town like I'm here guys <laughs> why?
1: But then, why but then saying oh I'm gonna be doing all my work from the background right but you're walking <laughs> down the so middle much. of the street Not so much like, what are you doing what like, are you, like doing? you know people are out late sometimes anyone can could see you and be like, wait, he's not supposed to be
3: here. <laughs> and then, also with the Schoenbog creature, I think it was that was too simple to destroy that just to throw it across the line and kind of maybe dissipate. Yeah, that's because coming back to haunt us. E- everything so. that crosses the line, we haven't seen destroyed, we see it come full figure on the other side. So, I, how did that but we haven't seen pure?
1: We haven't seen anything purely magical go through. Yeah, there. that
3: was only magic
2: because everyone else I has know. like a
1: human aspect to them. So it's like they lost their magic on their way out. What if it's just I like a really sad, unattractive,
4: gargoyle y looking man? That's, that's what, what I was, was expecting were it. Get <laughs> back in
2: Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame no? Oh
4: my I god, was... if it's Quasimodo, that's too much. Then no, I I didn't cry. Say <laughs> I'll cry. Oh
2: my god, I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but he... I, I actually was expecting it to turn into like some sort of human. Like fast talking gargoyle? Yeah, like, hey. I expected it to turn into something
4: across the line. Right. Something. Something besides
3: But And also, just one more thing. I think more evil creatures are coming out of that hat. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Definitely. definitely. The Shunabot could get out. Who knows what else could get out.
4: Yeah. All right, Blake, what do you have for predictions? Predictions? Um, uh, You know, I, I think that this whole, I, I think there's something to be said for this Cruella backstory. I think it's going to be something unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be something darker than we thought. Because she's just, she's, they're not going to introduce her for no reason. Like. Nope. This is going to be this is going to be big, I think. I think this might be I think she might actually be the most potent character in the Snow Charming whatever that deal was.
1: Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. And I'm going to predict that the deal that whatever happened between the Emma or not Emma but the Snow Charming Ursula Carella thing I think it has to do with whatever this new path we're going on where Emma could become dark and she has the most potential for darkness. I think this has something to tie in with that. I don't know if they had to go to them. Maybe Snow couldn't get pregnant or something. So they made a deal like, hey, I want to get pregnant, help me out. And they're coming to collect their debt or something. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's connected to Emma and the dark side that she has that we haven't seen yet. But I also think that Hook will be there the whole time and he'll help her overcome (gasps) her darkness and become magical and with lots of long slow close ups. Yes. And (laughs) and and hand to hook holding and it's gonna be so it's gonna be so cute and precious. Hooker for life. You can oh, oh, I can do <laughs> that. Oh, oh, oh I, okay. Got <laughs> okay. right. uh, There are signals. Yeah, like, this, this is really intense. Okay. Mm, it's All right. getting real up in here. So real. So does anyone else have any other predictions before next week's exciting episode? If Emma goes full dark, she could kill Hook. Mm. That's not going to happen. So. Um, y'all, no. We, will, we no. will
3: cut you, Emma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, cut you. Or, or maybe... Emma will become the big baddie of the season compared to the other three queens of darkness. And Regina is the big good of the season. She's the one that overcomes Emma. I would, like, I would like
4: that. That would be, be cool. Awesome. That would be really cool. I like it. I
3: do like it.
1: Well, guys, make sure you let us know your predictions. Um, where can everyone find you guys on social media? Uh, you guys can find
3: me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at
4: TV. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake McIver.
1: And I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Make sure you follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram. Instagram. What's Facebook? I Every, don't know. If any like, Facebook. Where, I said that already. MySpace. ITunes, all those things. Facebook. Subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, <laughs> and like. Give us five stars. Yeah, give us five stars on iTunes. Make sure you leave a comment on our YouTube channel and tell us your predictions and what you think. Who is the author? Who is the Who author? Is I'm That's so a big glad question. the
3: show is back. Yeah, Yay. I was going through withdrawals. Serious <laughs> withdrawals, <laughs> guys.
1: I mean, it's been a long time, but we're back, and we're here till May. So <laughs> You're stuck we'll, with us. You're stuck <laughs> with us, but until next week, we will see you later.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.